Warning, the stories you're about to hear are detailed accounts of shenanigans, pranks, and some mistakes that are meant to replicate the sort of discussions that veterans have when they reunite over a cold beverage and do not depict the professional daily actions of the military at large. We hope to make you laugh, but not to disrespect our proud men and women in uniform. Listener discretion is advised. Camo Comedy, where we take a humorous look at the lighter side of military service. We got a big show for you today, but before we jump into it, if you like what we're doing here, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, whatever they call it on your podcasting platform. And while you're at it, give us a five-star rating, write us a review, as that makes us more relevant in the algorithm and boosts the overall visibility of the show. But word-of-mouth advertising is just oh so powerful, so if you tell some friends, I will love you forever. Okay, let's jump into the show. I am your host, Aaron Wolf. Just as a friendly reminder to everybody in the audience, we put out a new show every single Monday. So make sure you give the notification bell a nice little tap. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) We got a loaded show today. Stop doing that. (laughs) Don't tell me how to live. Loaded show. Call sign Dome Peace. Thanks for joining us today. Great to be here again, as always. Hell yeah, man. It's great to have you in here. Call sign Cheeks. Spread cheeks, not hate. And I have to say, it's a little distracting um, standing here next to Dome Peace because your head is humongous. Dome Peace. I'll take that as a compliment. It's like you're wearing AirPods, which, but you have the full ear headset on, and I don't really know what I'm looking at right now. Which head, which head are we talking about here exactly? Uh, both, both of them. He's not wearing pants. Well, we're going to... Ch- <laughs> hey, man. So... We're going to change up the uh, the rotation a little bit today. We have a very special story to start things out. So call sign Cheeks if you want to start us off. Yeah, this is the first story today. Uh, this is actually a story from my grandfather, uh, my late grandfather. Awesome. He was a, a Vietnam vet, and he was a bad motherfucker. This dude had two Purple Hearts and wow. a Silver Star for Valor back when like you didn't just get them for deploying, right? Right. Yes. So this guy got fucking shot, came home, went back, got shot again. Like, Jeez. he's a bad motherfucker, right? Yeah. <clears throat> well- mm-hmm. They're in the Vietnam. Respect. Yeah. They're in Vietnam, and he's pulling guard duty of some kind, and he's he's got his sector of fire, and he's observing the, the black night because there's nothing out there, right? Nothing's lit up, of course. Everything's right. blacked out. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, they see flares about 500 meters oh, out fuck. just shoot up because they had tripwire yeah. set up, so they knew when people were coming, right? They didn't have night yeah. vision and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well- after the first set of flares go at about 500 meters, another set goes at 400 meters. Like, oh shit, hey, like yeah. load up. Like it's it's yeah, go time, ready. right? And then they just start tripping faster and faster. Bam, bam, bam. Like 450, yeah. 300, 300, or 350, 300, 250, 200. And, and just to clarify for the anybody in the audience that might not be tracking this, what these trip flares are is to indicate when people are moving through a sector, right? Like right, if yeah. somebody trips over this, uh, you just get a flare that goes up and that indicates somebody is at that point correct right and when you're seeing these things get tripped one two three you know it's coming fast this looks like an attack is coming hard right and they don't give a fuck they don't know if it's the Viet Cong soldiers if they're in in vehicles or what so they're like fuck it and they light it up they just obliterate anything that's out there right right? like all right cool the flare stopped yeah, because this we're is good. like 60s, 70s. They don't yeah. have night vision, like you yeah. said. So they're like, we're not taking any chances it's a threat. here. It's yeah. a threat. we got to handle it. So they handle business. Next day comes. 
It was a herd of cows. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they just oh, decimate this shit. farmer's herd of cows, right? Oh, just man. cows everywhere. And the way I remember it is they obviously they made right by the farmer. Right. They paid him like, hey man, yeah. we're sorry we <laughs> destroyed it's, your livelihood. Right. But here's some money. And then they had they had beef that night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, nice little treats. Yeah. That thing that ended up working out. It is important to, to note that that farmer got paid. Yes, he did. So all right. Well, I got this story's going back to the 1990s. I just want to point out, we have the most access to Army and Air Force stories, it seems like, although we want stories from, you know, from all branches of service. So, like, Navy, Marines, Space Force, Coast Guard, whatever you got, man. You know, we we uh, we welcome them all, so we just happen to have the most access to Army and, and Air Force stories. Yeah. So, anyway, so this story is going back to the 1990s. We have a bunch of Navy sailors, and we got about five guys here, and they are in a South American country, and they pull into port. They they were given liberty, and they're able to go out onto the town. Now, the one of the stipulations is they got a curfew. They sure. got to be back by midnight, right? Which so is you can't leave sailors unattended. They get into trouble. Yeah, they do. So these guys had a curfew, and. Look, they're being responsible. They're out. They're having a good time. They're having a few drinks. And they're also monitoring the time. These guys are all lower enlisted guys. And they're saying, hey, man, it's getting kind of late. Let's call a cab and let's get back you know, to port so they don't get into trouble. So they get a cab and all these five guys load in there. And the cab driver says to them, hey, um, I got to stop for gasoline. They're thinking like, all right, hey, cool. We, we've plan for this we got enough time to get back <laughs> don't worry i'll keep the meter running right, yeah, right. <laughs> what a dick yeah right. well what it what they don't know is filling up in this country is not like filling up in the united states there's not a gas station like on every other corner mm. right this guy had to drive a little bit out of the way and then once he gets to the gas station there's a line mm. and, and the way it was described is very similar to ba- in the United States during the 1970s when there was a gas shortage oh. so they're waiting for a while so we're there's not like, talking like two three cars yeah there's like five six seven eight cars stacked mm. up and they've got to wait for each one of these these people to refuel pay and leave oh. right it's not quick moving so they're starting to freak out a little bit and be like hey man like we're looking at the time like we got to speed this up is there anything we can do and, and the cab driver like, look, man, this is just the deal. Like, there's nothing we can do. So they're kind of like, well, maybe we can explain this away. You know, like, it's not our fault. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we needed to stop for gas and it's not a quick thing. So they're driving their way back to base. The cab driver doesn't know how the, he doesn't know how to fuck to get to this base. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of driving in the general <laughs> area of where he knows. Just aimlessly looking driving along this wall and, and all these Navy guys, they're starting to freak out a little bit. They're like, look, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, do you know where the, the gate is? Like, we've got to get over to the ship. And we're they're already late at this point. They're like 30 oh. minutes over. So they're they're finally, the, you know, they, they get it. The cab driver doesn't know where the, where the fuck to go. So he's just like, dude, let us out. We'll figure it out. Right? So they were driving along this wall that was about... I don't know, 12, 15 foot brick wall. <laughs> oh, geez. So they're like, look, as, as long as we follow this wall, we're going to have to come to a gate. At some point, we'll try to rouse somebody and explain our case and all that kind of stuff. So they're they're traveling alongside of this wall at this foreign nationals base at night. <laughs> no, you know, nothing suspicious here. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing to see here. <laughs> so 
about 10, 15 minutes down the road. And also, they're drunk as fuck, too, by the way. Like, they were out having a good time, right? So so about 10, 15 minutes into this, they're not coming to any gates. They're starting to freak the fuck out. And they're like, look, let's just jump the fence. Like, we know our ship is back there. But, like, we got to get over there. And being the younger guys are like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, we got to get over there. Like, we haven't cut, like, we've been trying for the last 20, 30 minutes. We haven't come to any, we haven't come to any gates yet. So fuck it. So one guy goes over the wall. Another guy goes over the wall. One by one, they're jumping over. Right about that time, as, uh, as one of the guys that was already on the host nation side of this brick wall, he hears, he's helping other guys come over and down. He hears this grunting like, Ugh! Oh, God. Oh, fuck me. So they turn around, and there are eight host nation MPs with AK-47s just pointed at these guys grunting. And they're like, and they said one of the guys was a huge pussy, and he started freaking the fuck out. Like, Dude, fucking relax, fucking relax. They, you know, they put their hands up, everything. He says, and he motions that, hey, I got an ID. They, they don't speak the language, so there's a little bit of a language barrier yeah. there, anything like that. So they're able to show the host nation MPs their military ID and say, look, we're lost, and and, and just through like the like gesturing and stuff. Yeah. MPs are kind of starting to fucking laugh at him. Be like, all right, they're American military guys. They're Navy guys. So they get them hooked up with the liaison who gets them to where they need to okay, go yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff like that. That could have been a way worse oh. issue. Now, they're still late. Oh, they get hooked shit. up with their their commander who takes some pity on them once they, once they hear the story. And it's kind of like, all right, guys, I think you've been through enough tonight. <laughs> you know, they, they and it ends kind of there. They're just like... Don't be a dumbass. Like, here's where you come in the base. We got to make sure that people know, like, how to get in here. So, yeah. I'm picturing, like, the perspective of the host nation MPs. Oh, fucking A. <laughs> you know that they're like, they see these people coming over and they're like, oh, okay, these are probably Americans, but we're going to fuck with them. Yeah. <laughs> later, oh, yeah. Later they're drinking, they're like, what an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how could you not? You're like, yeah. right. and And look, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and speculate here. I don't know this, but- they couldn't have been the first people to do no. this. It sounds like it was confusing area, and anytime these Navy sailors go out on the town, if it's tricky to get back in, and even like the host nation uh, uh, taxi drivers are not right. fully briefed on where to go, uh, yeah, like they, I'm sure this has probably happened before, and they were probably having a little bit of fun. But oh, still, yeah. even from their perspective, like you can't necessarily take things for granted. Right. It's not always necessarily just going to be dumbass Americans that are climbing over a wall. Yeah, but usually. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's a dumbass American. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It happens. Uh, we know in the military, we love we love to troll each other. Trolling better, is awesome. What better place to do it than a training environment? Yes. Okay. So see that. There's a special character who would end up in training environments. He was actually on a training team, but a lot of times you do what you call uh, op four, opposing forces, right? Okay. So you'll switch out. You do some training. You'll, you'll, you'll do some opposing forces. Sure. Um, well, this one particular guy, he used to like to take a poop in, in, uh, in precarious places, right? Okay. So, I got to hear more. So uh, one of his favorite things to do, where if you know an assault pack for an M249, it's it's like a, a plastic container that holds 200 rounds, right? Okay. A 5.56 belt fed. All right. Well, it comes in a green bandolier. So he every training event, he would ride on that bag 
free ammo and then he would take a giant dump in the back <laughs> you've got to right? be fucking shit me okay what the fuck? And, and he was up for right <laughs> and he would go hang it like in the area they were training on something <laughs> so that the people that were training would think oh they staged some free ammo for us oh yeah so they would go and snatch get- the backup and oh. take a look and and there it was right oh no <laughs> you get a huge surprise the the, the free ammo bag oh. right no it was free something right oh no it's a that booby is, trap <laughs> that's one of the or a poopy trap oh that is one of the greatest trolls of all time, because we all know that military members, they like the free ammo. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, you can't, I mean, you're going to look at it. Like, free ammo? Like, I'm going to look at it, right? Well, his best one ever was he's like, hey, hey guys, I'm going to be back in a minute. Yeah. He strolls off. He's gone for, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. Comes back, and, you know, we all wear a T-shirt underneath underneath right, uniform. Right, right. He goes back with a half shirt. Oh, like a belly shirt? <laughs> yeah, like a belly shirt. <laughs> Britney Spears now, in it. <laughs> he, he was also known to get naked, so I mean, like, it, this was an out of character, you're like, but you're right. kind of like, um... That's a weird way to strip. Like, you, yeah. left, you left with a full t-shirt, <laughs> you came back with a half t-shirt, so, uh, like, do tell, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go on. You gotta have more information here. So, so, come to find out, in the training area, they had, a, a, like, an abandoned armor personnel carrier oh, to help, help oh, uh, you know, man. with, like, seeing the set. Yeah, yeah. You know. right? And he went and climbed up in there... And dropped a big old deuce right on the driver's seat of this APC in the training area. Just a and used, hot fudge dragon. Yes. Just right there on the front seat. Fudge dragon? <laughs> yeah. You never heard that? No. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and, and chocolate ragdoll. Oh, God. Well, Stop well, it. There, there were some chocolate ragdolls left, and that was the bottom half of his shirt. Oh, God. That's gross. So this guy improvised toilet paper. Yes. Used half of his shirt. Like, that's just amazing. I love that. It must have been a messy shit. I, yeah. A half a t-shirt? <laughs> well, uh, well, day, day's worth of MREs, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Oh, God. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, the next one has a little bit of poop in it, too, actually. so We like some poop. Yeah. So these, these are infantrymen. Imagine that. So these guys are, are in the Middle East somewhere. They're running missions, and there there wasn't a lot of hot water, obviously. You know what I mean? Right. They'd basically have these tanks up, and the, the sun would heat the, the water tank, and that's the hot water you'd get for right. if yeah. you had to shower. Five after. Seconds. Yeah, for five seconds after you shower or after you're at the gym or after mission or something like that. Well, the people that were working on the base— Right. And yep. they weren't allowed to use the showers that were dedicated for the soldiers. Okay. They had, they had their, safety they, concerns. Yeah, and yeah. they had their they had their own area. Like right. they had their own showers and, and toiletry areas and stuff like that. So like they had a place yeah. to go. Got it. Well, yeah. This particular squad of infantrymen would always shower at the same time. You know, you'd go to the mission, you'd, you'd get back, you'd, yeah. you'd go to the gym together, and they'd be like, fuck it, let's have squad shower night. And that's what these guys would call <laughs> it. And they would chant this as they're going to the... the, the so hang on, <laughs> hang on. It's like, squad shower night! Yeah. Squad shower night! <laughs> squad shower night! As you're like... As they're like marching down, yes. to, okay, like little ducklings following each other, right? <laughs> well, they would go in, and it turned out that these local nationals ended up using their showers, right? And they would soak up all the hot water, and they're like, "What the fuck? This is for us. You guys know better. Like, stop doing that." Right. And and they <laughs> here's where the poop comes in. All well, right. these local nationals, and I can't blame them because this is they're conserving water. 
<laughs> but these guys would shit in the shower oh, to no. conserve water, That's... and then they would waffle stomp it into the Ew. drain. What kind of oh, fucked up man. athlete's foot does poop give you? Oh. All I got to say is, I've been shot at and missed. And shit at me. Yes, hit. old COB. <laughs> love it. Uh, yes. Shout out to COB. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking love that guy. So they continue this for weeks on end, right? And right. they got so fed up with it, they started just slinging the curtains open when they would come into the, the shower. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, yo, get the fuck out. So they would just kick these local nationals up, like, yo, you know better. And they would yeah. just like, yo, get your wet ass out of here. Stop shitting yeah. in our drains, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it got to the point where they would come in and like, cool, showers are empty because they got the hint. They're like, okay, squad shower night. It's at this time. Like, don't yeah, don't nope. fuck with squad shower night, right? <laughs> so these guys come in one time chanting squad shower night, squad shower night. And there's one shower that's on when they when they come in. Yeah. They sling it open. And it's a contractor from like Scotland or, or England or something. He yes. just he just turns around and goes, Squad shower night. <laughs> He's all about He's it. He's all about it. They all cheer. They're like, fuck yeah. They're all high five and he's like, gives the thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> and that guy that guy joined squad shower night. He was part uh, of the squad. Hey, you he heard about that on the other side of base and wanted oh, to yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. You guys are starting to buzz. Yeah. So are shower curtains allowed? No. So that was squad shower night. So that was the other thing. <laughs> they were telling the story is that when they would have squad shower night so that they could make sure nobody was coming in, everybody had to have their shower curtains open. And the way that they described the, the shower stall was all the showers were on one wall. Sinks were on the opposite wall with the mirrors, right? Everybody going to shave and stuff like that. So they would communicate by being naked and looking through the mirrors at each other. <laughs> Because <laughs> infantrymen have no boundaries, right? There's no yes, there's yes. boundaries established issues. on the show. Yeah. that infantry people have some boundary issues. <laughs> squad shower night. <laughs> <laughs> we should start doing squad shower night. It's an effective way to police pooping in the shower. Fact. Don't poop in the shower. That's gross. I don't care who you are. But if your water bill's high, waffle stomp that shit. <laughs> It's still, still it's, gross. It's apparently an effective way to invite other people from across the base. Oh <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I fucking love it. Play us out? I don't know what that means to play us out. What do you mean? In the show? <sighs> All right, fuck it. We'll do it live. Hey, thanks for checking out the Camo Comedy Show podcast. If you like what we're doing here and you want to participate in this community, there are many different ways that you can contribute. First and foremost, tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth advertising is very powerful, and we really appreciate you for helping us out. If you have any funny military stories of your own or know somebody who does, with their permission, of course, you can contribute those stories via email at stories at camocomedy.com. That's stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, at C-A-M-M-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. Or if you're not too good at the internet, drop us a voicemail at area code 531-222-6146. That's area code 531-222-6146. Four, six. That's right. We're giving away our phone number. We want funny military stories from all eras. So if you're not from a generation that's heavily online, we don't want there to be a barrier for participation. We have a lot of big plans for this show and building this community to support veterans. We will announce here soon. So stay tuned. All right. I'm going to go have a nice spicy bowl of chili. Later. <laughs> <laughs>